Okay, so the way the game works is uh, we're both going to say words at the same time. It's a yeah. classic improv game. I, you know me. I always do improv. It's a warm-up game. I'm so. always like, let's do improv. Yeah, I know. It's a little much sometimes. Sometimes I'm not up for it. So true. Okay, so we're both going to say a word at the same time. Any, we're going to start with any two random words. We shouldn't rein that in at all, you don't think? <laughs> no, no. The further apart, the better. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and so let's just, for example, say, and we can't use these words because the power of suggestion is strong. Okay. But let's say, for example, the words were baseball and Arapahoe. Which is a county here in Colorado, in case you didn't know that. Yeah, in case you weren't looking at a Colorado county map at the time that I said that. Proceed. So, the words are baseball and Arapahoe. We're going to take a couple seconds and try to come up with a word that is related to both of those two words in our minds. So, um, if you're looking at the Venn diagram... Thank you for drawing this in the air for me also. Yeah, there, I just pulled down one of those big uh, <laughs> lecture uh, uh, chalkboards. I'm surprised you didn't hear it. You pulled down a chalkboard? Well, Don't you, know, you mean that you pulled down hold like, on, the screen hold for an on. overhead projector? I could have meant that, but you know how there's those chalkboards that have the different levels? I was never in a fancy math classroom like that <laughs> in college. My boards went side to side. I think I had that at a pre-calc class in high school as well. We did have those in high school, yes. And there was storage behind them. It was very useful for teachers. That's awesome. So, okay. So, so. <laughs> Arapahoe Baseball, we both choose a word in our minds that we think sounds like that. We count to three and we say that word. The goal is to eventually say the same word at the same time. Okay, so tell me, what is that word for you? Well, we could do it on three. Oh, okay, yeah. I, or do you just want to start playing? I have no idea what those, what those two words have in I common. was thinking, like, Cleveland Indians, because, like, ah, Arapahoe is like That's a... two words. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, so now I know the rules. You can't mm. do, like, a whole sentence. Try me. I'm going to do a whole sentence. Okay, but it's going to be really hard to relate. All right, here we go. Hold on a second. Let me take a sip of my drink. It's almond milk. Ooh, strong. The fullest is strong with this milk. Oh, God, it burns. <laughs> okay. All right, so pick a random word. I got one. You got one. Let me think. Mm. <laughs> it's really hard to think of a random word, honestly, when you're under pressure, as is most things. People will be like, oh, what's your favorite band? And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to music. <laughs> Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I don't have an answer usually. I'm like, uh, I, I like what everyone likes. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, people will ask me to tell them, like, jokes if they hear that I do comedy at all. And I'm like, oh, I don't really do a whole lot of stand-up, but occasionally... You know the one about two polar bears? <laughs> right, yeah. He broke the ice. That's, that's not it, but it's close. And that's, like, what they want to hear, so I should just start, like, rattling off, like... An old timey. Yeah. Here. Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? All right, let's play the game. Okay. So you got your word? I've had my word this whole time, Jer. I should pick a new one. Okay, I got it. Throw what you got. Throw your Pokemon. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Fire. Beehive. 
Did you say beehive? Yeah. Did fireball. you say fireball? Yeah. Ooh. I know what that is. That could be the alcohol or the force of nature. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Wait. What's... Okay, yeah. <laughs> you just went to a dark place. I had to think for a minute. Okay, I'm ready now. Your eyes got super wide and this huge vein showed up on your head. Okay, one, two, two three. three. The Barbecue. Office. Oh. Okay. So I thought about that episode from The Office where Dwight's new assistant couldn't remember his name. There's like a wasp nest. He's like, has all the tools to take care of it. And he gives him like a flamethrower. Yeah. Fireball. Beehive. Speaking of flamethrower, we just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. For some reason, I was going to call it American Psycho. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) What do those two have in common? (laughs) (laughs) Flamethrowers. Okay. Anyways. So now our words are these next two words. The office. The office. And barbecue. Barbecue. Okay, I got one. I got one, too. Okay, ready? Three, two, two, one. one. Lake. dance. Oh, dang. Okay. Lake and lap dance. Okay. Mm. Okay, I got one. Okay, I got one, too. Three, two, one. Skinny dip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, skinny dip and wet. Okay. 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 And you can't say a word that's already been said. You can't. That's another important rule that I missed. You yeah. can't. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So what is it? Skinny dipping. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Horror Night. movie. Oh. Okay. Horror movie. Night. Night. Okay. Okay. Got something. I got something. Three, one. two, one. Monster. Chainsaw. Oh. Chainsaw. Here's the thing is I keep counting one, two, three, and you keep counting three, two, one. So. I hardly even notice. I okay, hardly even cool, notice. Cool, cool, cool. Chainsaw and monster. I got something. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I just got really excited. Okay. Ring, ding, ding, That's ding, good ding. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Texas. Teeth. Texas teeth. Texas and teeth. Texas and teeth. Hmm. This one is a toughie. This is a toughie. I got one. Okay, I guess me too. Three, two, one. Cowboy. Oh. Just the letter T. This is not good to work with. Cowboy and T. <laughs> Solid feedback. And do you have anything? No. <laughs> Why would I have something so quickly? Let's see. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, I got one. It's pretty obscure. That means I'll definitely get it. <laughs> okay, I, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Sweet. Westworld. Because there's a cowboy named Teddy. Oh, sweet. Nice. Sweet isn't sweet tea. Sweet tea. That Cowboys, nice. Texas. It all kind of goes together at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have Westworld and Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Rind. That little girl. Rind and that little girl. I couldn't remember her name. I don't know who you're, which character you're talking Okay, about. there's like the girl who works at the saloon and May, I think that's her name. And she's always May. like thinking about her daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about her daughter. I was thinking of another character that's from the saloon, which is um, the, that one character that's always like, not much of a rind on you. Oh. Yeah, that's why, you know, sweet, because, I don't know. 
Because it's so sweet that there's no rind. Okay, so what'd you say? Rind. Rind, and I said... That that little girl. Okay. Mm. Got one. You got one? No. (laughs) Think of what I'm thinking. (laughs) Oh, I got it. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, I thought you did. Um, Rind, that little girl. Okay. Three, two, two, one. one. Minute made. Oh, that's, yours was good. Yeah, mine was good. Mine was bad. It's like a cutie's like a tiny orange. Yeah, but we're little. close. Okay, what'd you say? Minute made? Minute made and cuties. cuties. Okay. Mm, there's a couple ways we could go with I've this. I've got one. Okay. All right, let's see if it matches up. Three, two, two one. one. Juice. Yeah! yeah! We did it. We broke the system. God bless the juice. God bless him, OJ. Oh, just to be clear, yeah, I was not talking about OJ Simpson. I was. Forgot that was a nickname for him. <laughs> the juice, yes. All right. Cross culture? Cross culture. Cross and a culture and a culture we cross. I cross and a culture. Don't get in love. Okay, here we go. So it turns out one of the easier things to do when you're not allowed to go outside or touch anything or hang out with anyone is record a podcast in your, your own home or apartment. Thank goodness that we live in a time where we are quarantined. Not really. I mean, Jer is working from home. I am still... While you're hopefully when you listen to this, I won't be still going to work because I don't really want to. Yeah, she's trying to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just um, uh, we're still working full swing. Gotta love that. Thank you, mm-hmm. state of Colorado. Yep. Anywho, um, quarantine. Here we are. Corona season. Let's get into this. Let's get into Let's it. Let's freaking get in. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, last time we did Rochambeau. I think we always do Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Rochambeau. Ooh, devil one. I threw paper, she threw scissors. That's all I do. Throw scissors. <laughs> it's, and shade. It's a lot to pick up after. <laughs> There's scissors everywhere. In our and apartment. it's so dark from all the shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, that's pretty tight because <laughs> mine kind of fits right in with quarantine, corona, season. Mm, tis the season. Tis the season for corona. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit different because here's the thing. I took this class um, at UC Davis. Whoa, which is, <laughs> name drop. Which is where I went to school. You may have heard of it. Oh, I wanted to tell you... Uh, there was another UC Davis reference on Portlandia after you stopped watching. Tight. Yeah, two in a row. Gotta love it. We we all love Davis. We all love it there. Glad we took the little detour. Yes. Story. Um. Okay. So I took this class at Davis in 2018, and I completely forgot that I took the class. And then Jared was like, "Hey, didn't you take a class that was about like collective behavior?" And I was like, "Yes, it was titled Collective Behavior." Great job at me for remembering anything I learned. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I took this class in 2018. Shout out Professor Beamish. I hope you're listening to this. I'm on the Beam team. Because <laughs> I didn't do great in the class, but I'm going to do great now. <laughs> Here we are, two years later. Um, okay, so the class is called Collective Behavior. 
And really what it talked about is collective episodes. So do you know what a collective episode is, Chair? I remember you telling me about it. Two um, years ago. Yep, and here we are. Mm, so, well, Devin, what so is a collective? You learned it a lot, too. Thank you, Professor Beamish. <laughs> yes, second degree beam. What is a collective episode, Dev? Okay, group behaviors involving multiple people responding to the same stimulus and each other. Hmm. So basically, people are responding to the same situation. They're responding to other people. You could have gotten that from what I said, but I thought I'd break it down a little bit simpler. So it's kind of like how we interact on maybe a larger scale. Is that is that correct, or is it? It couldn't be one on one as well. Um, it could be. You know, yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, it looks more at obviously group behavior, hmm. but you know, a group can be as small as two people. Right. So, um, okay. So basically, um, it is reactions to social so. <laughs> Soap. Soap, 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 social crises, and a social crisis um, severely disrupts the functioning of a large segment of a community so that all or some essential functions are prevented or destroyed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dramatic. Yes. And so there are, I'm just going to throw a couple more just okay. like insightful things at you before I just, you know, go off. Wait, wait, wait. Let me... Let me pop in here with a question. Okay, already. <laughs> I got yeah, I'm full of them. Um, so, <laughs> what's an example of of that? Of a social crisis? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, actually, I have an example that I put on here. Awesome. So, um, Katrina would be like an example of a social crisis or like really any of the large scale like natural disasters that have happened in the United States lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are just relatable ones like United States wise. Obviously there have been many more in the world, but, um, okay. So like after Katrina, one third of the people who were living in the area that effect was affected moved away and never moved back. Mm. So, you know, it's like destroying or communities are dying in the process of a social crisis. That's kind of like a example. Gotcha. If you will. Yeah. Both literally and in the sense that it forces them to move or be displaced. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But there are three aspects that make up a collective episode. So the first one is it acts as a landmark event. So people remember what they were doing at the time. Another example is would obviously be 9-11. 9-11. Um, yeah. People... So people remember what they were doing when it kind of started or what was happening. Yeah. The second is... So that would also include something like me losing my grab life by the grapes hat. That no. Because it's not collective. Because a group of people yeah, don't, remember don't remember that. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, number two is a unifying... It unifies or divides communities. So that goes into the communities fade. Mm-hmm. So it tends to, you know unify or divide but in a lot of instances we've seen i mean 9-11 you could say unify katrina you could say divide yeah couldn't you also say that some of those events i mean is that a strict binary of unify or divide no okay no no that's just that's just how beam explained it you know the beamster the beamster okay and then the third aspect is it provokes social change or transformation all right so so that is a collective episode. Those three things. Yes. Landmark event. Um, yeah. It causes... What was the second one? Sorry. You got it. 
uh, 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 unify or divide? That's communities. what I was going to say, but I thought it was the third one. Unify or divide. And then the third one is that it causes social change. Promotes social change, but yeah. Oh, well, I feel like they're similar. Okay. So. Okay, so. So. There are two views of disaster behavior. So I'm going to start with the example that I think relates most to the United States and how we've been reacting to everything with the coronavirus. COVID-19. COVID-19. Should I use the technical term? Oh, no. I was just providing options. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Pick which one you like. (laughs) So the first view is called collective behavior. And basically it's looking at like mass psychology. So everyone's kind of having this mass internal psychology about them. Um, so it's characterized by like emotion, impulsiveness, um, and like spontane- spontane- <laughs> spontaneity. So an example of that, I mean, like the there's multiple kinds of um, like examples of collective or of character. So sorry, when all your words get tied up like a slippery little snake. <laughs> So let me let me try that again. So, like I said, it's characterized by um, spontaneity and impulsiveness. So, like there are different levels of collective behavior. So, like the least, or like the one that we are, I won't go through all them, but the one that we are is like panicked. So, like exhibiting high levels of strain. So this would be like when someone yells "fire" in the middle of a like crazy room. When right. someone yells "coronavirus" in the middle of a store, <laughs> yeah, people will panic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No, I don't want to think about it. Um, but so basically it's like intense terror. You have like terror, fear for your life. Um, everyone is for themselves. So that's where you see people literally buying fuck tons of toilet paper love, and pasta. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Fight or flight. <laughs> I did read about a family that bought a shit ton and they were just giving it out for free. And I was like, that's pretty cool. But, <sighs> but also if you're going to the store that store that those people went to just to buy toilet paper and it's not there it's like okay well how would they have known to yeah, go to you exactly yeah yeah it's just like just leave it in the store yeah like it's at the store for yeah, yeah so basically what people need to get them through um like collective behavior the collective behavior idea during mm-hmm. a crisis is a rational unemotional leader yeah so someone charismatic someone displaying courage and also someone who can promote action across a, a wide divide of beliefs. So basically the leader that we have is the worst possible leader for this. The most ill-equipped leader possible to get people through it. Are you talking about Beyonce? I am. Yes, okay. absolutely. The leader of the free world, Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that's number one. The, the number one thing that... That's just... Kind of the idea behind it. Gotcha. Um, it. It is one of the driving forces in, like, pushing through a crisis in a community. Cool. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But better. I had to bring it up because, <laughs> you know, it's it's true. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's happening to you. <laughs> um, okay. So then the other view of disaster rate. So these are two views, like I said. Hmm. Um, more commonly, you see this other view, but... The, collect- the collective action view is the one I'm going to go into next. Collective behavior view is, like I said, the example of the United States, mass psychology. Um, this other view is called collective action. 
and I think it most closely resonates to like South Korea's reaction. Right, everyone. So can I guess as to what this is? Please do, please do. Collective action, the way it sounds to me, and look, I'm not a professional by any means. You're not beamish. I'm no beam. I'm just a man. Um, Collective action sounds like people all realizing there's a problem and acting together, getting on the same page in order to um, uh, address the issue. Yeah. Okay. Really, yeah. So it's like rational, strategic behavior. Gotcha. Um, so basically, like disaster composure. Mm. Um, so people like t- tend to be more composed during disaster scenarios, uh, have more helping behavior, and collectively organizing towards recovery. So you could argue that you're seeing some of this in the United States with, like, for example, the people buying toilet paper, you know, and then there's people who. Or like going shopping for older people, you know, it's like that's what you're, you're seeing now on the internet. It's like, oh, we could be doing this, we could all be doing this, but instead right. we have this crazy mass psychology. And you're referring to the people who like were giving, buying the toilet paper so they could hand it out. The idea yeah. behind it, right? Right? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I know you know a little bit more about how South Korea has been reacting to everything. So, yeah. like, maybe you could tell us more. I've just read a thing or two, but yeah, um, they've. They started the process, from what I read, that might be inaccurate, but of doing the drive-through testings of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, because um, what it allowed people who may or may not have been infected with the virus to do is stay in their cars and not contact anyone except for those administering the tests in their hazmat suits. So Gotta it, love that sweet hazmat. Gotta love that sweet hazmat. Yeah, in the same way that the car might protect you from the elements of rain or wind or weather, it also protects the outside world from the environments of your horrible, messed up body. Love it, love it. So, yeah, um, that had a dramatic effect on the amount of people that were able to get tested. So, again, strategic. Right, exactly. And... Uh, they were able to come up with a test and mass produce it quickly. Yeah. Um, Strategic. You know, they're doing it in a way that's not going, but they're also going about it in a way where they're not, like, exposing other people to it. Right. And they were not alone in this. Japan also was able to carry out similar um, protocol, which is interesting because those two societies tend to be a more collectivist society Mm -hmm. rather than individualist, which is... What, the United States. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of what our current capitalist model mm-hmm. promotes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for that little little nugget of information. Yep, I'm going to go back to my hole. Yeah, thank goodness. I was so tired of you. Um, okay, I have one last little part of this because I think it's important to talk about rumors a little bit and just like the media and rumors and the circulation of it. Um, so... <laughs> The definition of a rumor, I don't know if you knew this, circulating a story or proposition that reflects people trying to understand ambiguous circumstances slash events. Hmm. Hmm. Ambiguous circumstances, which I would say definitely applies to us right now. Um, Yeah. There's not a lot of information in general um, that's proven. Mm -hmm. So. And I think you see a lot of people our age you know like millennials maybe gen zers who are like oh you know like 
maybe mass hysteria panicking isn't the right way to go you know and then but then the reason that so many baby boomers and older are so panicky is because rumors play on susceptible crowds who are like suggestible and um that like leads them to committing irrational acts like buying mass amounts of toilet paper you know totally and in this instance the most at-risk folks are of generations that are not necessarily the millennial um gen x generations but that is that's not everyone obviously folks who have Compromised immune systems. Yeah. yeah. No, there's definitely exceptions to the rule, yeah. but that's what we're seeing wide and wide, true and true, not wide and wide. Through and through. through. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely nailed that saying. Wide and shallow. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. So just last thing, my last thing about rumors. Yeah. Rumors, um, like I said, they lead to hysteria through like misperception of events and the disaster in general so that promotes like sout sout oh my gosh i can't speak today that's all right that promotes crowd psychology that like overrides rational thought and um which like leads to more extreme episodes so the reason it's so dangerous to circulate rumors is that it continues and fuels like mass hysteria and then that makes the situation or the crisis even worse or even like escalated in an even higher level than it would have been. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's um it's increasing panic. It's a positive feedback loop in which the fear feeds the panic and the panic feeds the fear. So, yeah, really like I think which is one of the more dangerous things is to like share on Facebook some random like news sources yeah headline you know or article because it's like if you just read the headline you're probably don't know what the story says and like someone who is more susceptible might read through the whole story and it might just be completely false information even if you were just like oh this headline is good right you know? or if even if just like part of it is untrue or it could be misleading you know yeah I, yeah, I think it more than ever, and we talk about this a lot because we always try to kind of cite our sources, but, like, getting into the weeds about where you're getting your information from mm-hmm. is so important these days. Yeah, um, totally. Which, you know, doesn't sound like anything new, but I'm guilty of it, too, or I'll catch myself going through waves of, like, I don't check the the publication or the company that owns the publication, you know, if I haven't heard of it. So it's just important to do and it's worth, it's worth it, you know? Um, No, I, I definitely agree. And it's just like getting your information from like the sources, like the CDC or the world health organization, you know, it's like, that's going to be a lot more reliable information. Right. That's, you know, where you want to get your information from. Yeah. I also, can't talk enough about how much I love ProPublica. Their journalism is awesome. They've won a bunch of awards. Um, they're doing some good coverage on it right now. They got someone working it who's covered uh, Ebola, Zika, the MERS outbreak, and they've been reporting on like you know widespread disease mm-hmm. for quite some time. So um, that's definitely worth a read. We might try to link to that if we can. Um, but yeah. ProPublica is great. Yeah, that's cool. But I really want to shout out. 
Professor Beamish, UC Davis. Thanks for giving me some good deeds in fall or spring of 2018. I, like I said, did not do great in your class, and I apologize, but your tests were really hard. Yeah. And I did learn something, obviously, because I just gave that little mini lecture to you all. So I hope you enjoyed that. That was awesome. I have one last question for oh, you. I will be taking questions. Yes. Oh, okay, good. I was, regardless, I was going to ask. I would ignore you if I didn't want to take them. But to be clear, you do want to take them. Yes. Okay. What's your question? Mass hysteria. Just that term is thrown around quite a bit. Um, I remember when you took the class, you told me something interesting, which is that it hasn't been proven to be a real, um, I don't know, a, a tangibly observable event or occurrence yeah hysteria in general honestly i the crazy thing is, is in the book i was just finished today mm-hmm. um the author was talking about hysteria and how it was derived from the i think latin term for uterus yeah so right because only women could be hysterical right there was that yeah that term hysterical has just yeah been like it used to be what diagnosed as an illness right Back- for women who yeah were <laughs> were out crying against sexual assault or, um, you know, speaking in general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the thing is, is that hysteria has, like, a weird twisted history. Yeah. In, like, originally stemming from, like, blaming women for everything, for their issues that they were having, a.k.a. being a rational human being. Um, so, like, hysteria itself is not, like, a proven term. Yes, but I think it also kind of is an easier way to, like, talk about... Uh, mass psychology or like a like conscious thought that like collective conscious thought that people have you know what i mean right yeah it's funny i mean i I just love the way that like that the way words evolve is so it's always there's always a story you know it Mm -hmm. seems like which is so cool um but i guess it's interesting that there's no like opposite of mass hysteria you know what i mean like mass euphoria isn't really a thing yeah it's interesting to think about yeah it is it is and it's like also now that i think about it i'm like oh maybe i don't want to use that word because mm-hmm. it you know has weird connotations and isn't really a thing or you know whatever right yeah i know what you mean and then also it's like in this instance it applies to like not just like one like gender of person but just like so many people right and it's still not an accurate word so like yeah yeah you just have to let's just invent a new word right now moral of moral of the story is do not use the word hysteria instead use the word schlemschluck perfect thank you so much sounds yiddish i'll send it to beamish see what he says Okay, Jer, um, do you want to play a game, or do you want to do your story, or Do what? we normally end on a game? We usually do story, story, game, story, story, game. I'll but do... since we're both doing one story, yeah, whatever you want. If you want to do yours, I'd be more than happy to hear your story. We only have two games, and we already played one. Okay. We could do another round of that one if you no, wanted no, to. No, 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 It seemed no. like you loved that game. Let's hear your story. Are you sure you don't want to play a game? Um, yes, quite sure. Okay, I have a story. So, I have a story. Yes, I do. I have a story. How about you? I have a story in my hand. 
Uh, I have a story. Disneyland is closed. While everyone is following very closely developments with uh, COVID-19, it's interesting. I heard that there's a bill that is um, in Congress right now. Um, Yes. It's called the Earn It Bill. So You got to burn it to earn it. Yeah. This started... Wait, wait, let me guess. Is it about running really fast? No. Burning it. That would be a good bill, though. We're like, you can only run so fast. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Take that, Usain Bolt. Yeah. Slow down, buddy. I'm walking here. Okay, so my guess wasn't true. No, it's wrong. It was wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Um, So this uh, entered... Congress floor Wednesday, I believe, this past Wednesday, which was the 10th or 11th of March. Um, Pretty much, so what it stands for, Earn It, is a really fun acronym, which, let me just read it for you. Eliminating abusive and rampant neglect of interactive technologies. Earn It. Okay. But so what does that mean? Exactly. Long walk for not a lot of meaning. Someone... Thank goodness they came up with that acronym. But I I believe that it may be intentionally vague. Um, the Earn It Act was introduced by Senator Lindsey Graham. Oh, a wonderful gem of a human. Lindsey Graham Cracker. Yeah. Republican out of South Carolina. South Carolina. And Senator Richard Blumenthal, who's a Democrat out of Connecticut. Um, also backed by Josh Howley. Republican of Missouri and Diane Feinstein, Democrat of California. Mm. Um, yeah. It is a bill that would hold technology companies and providers responsible for illegal content that was posted onto their sites. So, like selling drugs online or like posting child porn or something like that? So, this is a good question. What this legislation looks to surpass is Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Right. I'm so in touch with all the acts. I know. Say no more. Ever. Right. I stop. Say no more. Story Thank you so over. much. Close We're the done. Books on this one. Thud. So. Elmer. Filmer <laughs> Thud. <laughs> I guess that is. No, he wouldn't say his name that way because there's no S at the start. Section 230. My favorite section. Why don't, you, why don't you tell everyone else so they know what it is, because I already know. So it was passed in 1996 um, as a result of internet providers, early internet providers being sued for content that was posted like on forums and on public sites, right? So pretty much the summation of it is that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So basically, like, the source is responsible for what's posted on the site. Entirely. Right. So you go onto Facebook, if you said something ridiculous, like, this person should be shot, right? That could be treated as a threat, especially if that person ended up ultimately getting shot. They could, you know, receive 
more uh, punishment because it would be what uh, what's the word I'm looking for planned anticipated um, oh uh, there's a you know you know the murder term <laughs> yes I do but now I can't think of it premeditated I'm a, yes yeah. I'm on the spot Couldn't what's your favorite think? band <laughs> I don't know Coldplay <laughs> All American Rejects <laughs> Yeah. Dirty little secret. <laughs> <Could do worse. laughs> um, so, yeah, that was in the 90s. It has been challenged multiple times. It actually ended up in the Supreme Court in 1997 in a case, Reno versus American Civil Liberties Union. Ooh. And um, this section of the bill has been held up time and time again that protects companies from being sued for the free speech. Now, uh, actually, earlier earlier in 2019 or 2018, 2018, um, there was... 2018. 2018, yeah, yeah, yeah. I a remember. great year for bills. <laughs> Not a great year for most people. Mm. I had a pretty good year. Huh, Trump was president, so probably wasn't that great. <laughs> Not my president. <laughs> okay, know. can we get on with your story, please? Sips wine glass. Um. So, yeah. In 2018, there was a bill that was passed. It was uh, a bipartisan bill, which worked to limit any posts that infringed on copyright law as it exists or um, child, not child, but any sex trafficking, but specifically child sex trafficking um, or any sort of child pornography content. So... uh, there was an extension pretty much that was an addendum made but not to this section of of the communications decency act Mm, got it so pretty much now that you all know about my favorite act yeah now that i've given all that context yes this earn it act (laughs) right (laughs) which is where we started yes is being put forth as a bipartisan effort. What well, it would allow, um, uh, the government to do essentially is. Did you forget the word government. I was trying to think of the. It's a very. It's a specific branch. It's not the FBI, but it's a branch that it, I think it's TSA, not TSA. C C S I no. S E I A C I A. No, it's the one... It doesn't matter. Yeah, one (laughs) of of those. NSA, National Security... Advisory or something like that, yeah. Um, It would allow them to have backdoor access to internet uh, messaging uh, programs and apps. So like iMessage or WhatsApp, anything that isn't like an SMS message, if it's sent using Wi-Fi instead, what it would do is would give the government a backdoor to accessing that. Creepy. Right. And this is something that has been kind of floated in in the Senate and Congress before um, because they want the ability to... That is creepy. And they do in the name of protection, right? But, um, but it's also, it opens it up to security risks anytime you have software that has a backdoor it can be infiltrated by you know very it you have to be highly advanced like hackers or you know 
cyber terrorists, but you could get that information if the backdoor exists. Um, and do you think about there's there was a case with the San Bernardino um, shooting that happened a few years ago. The shooter had a phone that had been locked or something or or died, and pretty much what Congress wants to do is is allow people who are investigating to go in and and check the information to see you know what else might be at risk you know to try to gain information to stop prevent things from happening that's the argument that they're making however so they're just going to search everyone's stuff to try and like make fewer threats well it's dodgy because they're advocating that that wouldn't be the case however they would have the access to do that um, and yeah, if but you like know someone's anything... going to be constantly monitoring a million people's phones. Like that's one person's job. That's so much work. It worked for one person, but for a computer algorithm that can search key terms, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, that's what that's they're, yeah. they're going to start. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Never it, thought about that. Yeah, right. I don't think most people <laughs> like would go that far to to think about how you would more easily spying on people but i think as history shows the u.s government has been known to when possible spy on uh whoever they can to gain information yeah so let me ask a question um congress is going to pass this bill this bill that um i bet a lot of people are against but they can't do anything else. They can't pass a gun law. They can't they can't pass any other bill. They're like, oh, yeah, this one's really important for us to hack into your lives. And that's what you want, <laughs> not <laughs> different restricting gun laws. Well, that's a good point that you bring up. And, you know, to, their, to whatever credit that they have, you know. Very little. Very little. They, the Congress hasn't been passing as many bills since there was a split between the Senate and House of Representatives, right? Because one is Democratic now, one is Republican. So there's a lot that gets nixed. But um, if if you have something that's like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You are looking at me for a lot of words. <laughs> as you were, can might remember, I can barely even say words tonight. <laughs> um... They're, they they have been, like, passing some bills and getting some stuff done, I guess, is what I was trying to say. But I think the timing of this is interesting. It's something that has been floated since last spring. It's come up every once in a while, this sort of law. And it almost feels like it's being brought up now that the focus is on... It's not on... Congress or politics right now. Yeah, um, on the virus. Right, and people, people are you know, are researching like what the government is doing now, but what they're doing in response to COVID nineteen. So, mm-hmm. so they're trying to just pull a fast one over on us. It's possible. Yeah, that's um, what it seems like at least. It, yeah, it doesn't doesn't look great, and it no one. It was a story that also when I was look, I saw a headline for it briefly, and I thought that's kind of weird. I was trying to find it again later, and it took me about 20 minutes to find it just because there was so much that was buried. Um, and I will say, I got I got the... What led me down this was an article by The Verge, um, which is uh, a, a left-leaning 
publication from Vox Media. Um, Vox Media, they, they do lean left and they don't do a lot of, of great reporting on the right. Um, they don't shed them in a good light. And I think you see that in the headline for this story, which is Casey Newton. Um, and the headline is, A sneaky attempt to end encryption is warming its way through Congress. And you hear it in that headline. So it's like automatically like, this is bad, right, right before exactly. you even start reading the article. Right. And like like I said, they're, the reason that the reasoning behind putting this through is maybe it could prevent some some bad things from happening, right? But it, it would also be a huge infringement on rights of the everyday citizen. Yeah. So. And really, like, if you think about it, freedom of speech, too, because everything's getting plugged into a computer algorithm and then they're pulling out key words. Totally. It's like, well, are you going to, if you follow all those words, I bet you 80% of them are just going to be people talking about things, not, you know, threatening or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I would say 20% of my conversations are threats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better give me that bagel. <laughs> I don't know why I have my bagel baker in my phone. <laughs> hey, bagel baker. You better be ready when I get there at 7.15 and no freaking later. Or my name isn't Derek Bakler, the bagel baker buyer. Wow, there's a lot of bees. Yeah, Good job. thank you. Ba, ba, ba. So anyways, um, that's going through Congress right now. And I also heard that... So where is it right now? It's in the, in the Senate. It's being introduced in the Senate. Um, yeah, I not I don't think it's going to gain a lot of awareness, but I'm this one bringing it up. Maybe folks will hear about it a little bit more. It, it, read into it; it's interesting. Um, Call your senators if you don't like it. Yeah, totally. Um, I think the other. Well, I'll say one last thing on that, and that is just also. There was a COVID-19 bill that got passed through the House of Representatives. And that was earlier this week. And Senate has said they have no timetable for when that bill will reach the floor. They're just so busy. Well, with the Earn It bill. I mean, that acronym, you know. They're like having to say it every time. They're like, what bill is that again? <laughs> and then Lindsey Graham pulls out his like little tiny graph and is like oh, oh it's, it's the eliminating abusive and rampant neglect of interactive technology act yeah and then then the senator slaps him across the face because he's so obnoxious yeah so if you take that apart the name is eliminating abusive and rampant neglect of interactive technologies so the act is aimed at removing neglect? eliminating neglect what are they gonna it's a like, double find negative. child abuse Right, but like they're saying that they're neglecting interactive technologies. It's so weird. Yeah, we're removing neglect of technologies. We're acknowledging technology is the name of this Thank act. Thank goodness. The Acknowledging Technology Act. Such a dumb name. It's just yeah, such a dumb from name. a dumb man, though. <laughs> so it makes sense. Well, a couple of dumb people. Dummy dumb, 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 dumb. Dumbs. Dummy dumb dumb. White dummy, dumb, old dumb, men dumb, making dummy, decisions dumb, for me. Dummy, dumb, dumb. Who asked dummy, them? Dumb, Not dumb, me. Dumb, Who dummy, wants dumb, them? Dumb, Not dumb, me. Bo. That was good. That was really good. Um, thank you so much for listening to that, and I'm really sorry you had to. It's all right. All right. Shall we play a game again? I'm down. Um, I got a different one. Okay. Well, I'm done this one. 
Squeak that stool. I got a squeaky chair. Okay, I'll, I'll break it. I won't. Okay, the game. <laughs> so, this is called The Minister's Cat. This is a fun alphabet game. Um, you used to play this at summer camp? I never played this. <laughs> so, this must be a, a special Doyle thing. Yeah, the kids hated it, but it was fun for me. Mm. So, what happens is we work through the alphabet, adding adjectives to describe the minister's cat. We can start on any letter of the alphabet. It has to be like an adjective or an adverb. So, it'd be like the minister's cat is a crazy cat. And so, we're starting on C. Then. Sure, yeah, this, this is just an example. Okay, so, so you, say that you said it was a crazy cat, and then I'd say, the minister's cat is a crazy and devilish cat. Yeah, definitely. And then I would have to add on to that, and you the do, first person do. to either forget what one of the words was, or skip a word, is going to be out. In comes the minister's cat, Gully herself. Our cat, Gully, has walked into the room. She is checking out. She said, did you say devilish? Here I am. <laughs> Here I am, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm here to fuck your shit up. <laughs> did I, anyone want a pitchfork, motherfucker? <laughs> did someone fucking call for me? Because here I am. Oh, where's my bagel? We never did this voice for Gully, so no. I don't really know what's happening. No, it's usually like a weirdly Eastern European. She has an Eastern European vibe about her, though. Yeah. Okay, so, so you want to start with this game? <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so I'll pick the first letter. You, all you. The minister's cat is a grumpy cat. I have to say the alphabet in my head. Yeah. The minister's cat is a grumpy, hairy cat. Okay. The minister's cat is a grumpy, hairy, icy cat. The minister's cat is a grumpy, hairy, icy, jealous cat. Ooh, the minister's cat is a grumpy, hairy, icy, jealous, kooky cat. The minister's cat is a grumpy, hairy, icy, jumpy. No. Mine and I forgot it. Uh, what, what, what was it? Jealous. Jealous. Because I wanted it to be jumpy, but I said jealous. Okay, yeah. let me start over. I'm really sorry. No, you're out. Who do you play with? Me. I just do the whole, no, we can start over. We can do it different round. Okay, okay. Ooh. I'm really sorry about that. No, you start this one. How dare you? The minister's cat is a foolish cat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of near the same area of the alphabet. It's okay. We'll pick different ones. It won't be confusing. <laughs> The minister's cat is a foolish, gauzy cat. Gauzy? Yeah, like Ben Gauzy. The minister's cat is a foolish, gauzy, humorous cat. Hmm. Humorous. The minister's cat is a foolish, gauzy, humorous, icky cat. The minister's cat is a foolish... <laughs> Gauzy, like Benghazi. Yeah, I even set, I even set you up with the rule. Hilarious. <laughs> Icky. Um. Uh. 
Je- I was going to say jealous again. Jumpy. There we go. There you Cat. go. <sighs> okay. Took me a while there. It's <laughs> a hard game. Take it from someone who's had three concussions. Yeah. Today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so you're up. The minister's cat is a foolish, gauzy, icky, hilarious. What are you looking at? Like that part? B C B E F G H. Oh, hilarious, icky. Yeah. Is that count? Let's keep going because you did say the right okay, words. Okay, I'm sorry. Hilar- <laughs> but I don't know the alphabet. That's okay. Hilarious, icky, jumpy. Khaki cat. Okay. The minister's cat <laughs> is a goofy. What was that noise for? Wait, goofy. goofy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't play this game. It's so hot. It's so hot. Hilarious, gauzy. <laughs> But uh, I was foolish. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is humiliating. This is hard. Okay. Why don't we try one last time? Because part of me wants to get through. The entire alphabet? You know that's not going to happen. I, I, it might, but it might have this last try. Let's just start somewhere in the al- else in the alphabet. You go. Or is it my turn to start? It's your turn. If you want to start, you can. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's going to say. Mm. The mistress cat is a poopy cat. Dang it, that's a hard letter to start on for me. The mistress cat is a poopy. Think about Zoe Deschanel. Quirky. Yeah. Cat. The mistress cat is a poopy, quirky, rad cat. The mistress cat is a poopy, quirky, rad, um, sophisticated cat. Hmm. The Minister's Cat is a quirky, poopy, rad, sophisticated, temptatious cat. <laughs> the Minister's Cat is a poopy, quirky, uh, rad, sophisticated, temptatious, um, what's the word that starts with you? Hmm. Uncle? Umami cat. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Worth the wait. Well, worth, worth the wait. The Mistress Cat is a poopy, quirky, rad, sexy. No. Not a sexy cat? Sophisticated. Oh, I wanted to be a sexy cat. Well, my S was mine, so sorry about it. <laughs> Okay, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> that was really challenging. It was. I think we made it the furthest that last time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mess up as much that time. There goes our sophisticated sexy cat sprinting out of the room. With that sexy cat ass. Sexy gully. All right. Hey, Chair, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. I hope it didn't get too... Um, R-rated. Not R-rated, but I was going to say, like, too luxury education-y, you know what I mean? I was just hoping to, like use some of the knowledge that I got from my class that I thought would be good to give to my future sociologists. I think you did great, and I think it's, uh, yeah, one of the one of the only things we can really observe 
uh, none of us, not a lot of us are scientists. I shouldn't say none of us. Some of us are scientists. Um, <laughs> Hopefully you're listening, scientists, and you've learned something. <laughs> and you save us. <laughs> Actually, please do. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot to speculate over that people who, who aren't trained or have expertise can do. But we can learn about how we're reacting to it. So I think you did great. It was super fun. Thanks. I thought you were great, too, because I hadn't heard anything about that. Right? And I barely did. It almost whizzed by me. Well, yeah. Anyways, thanks for being here. Hopefully you continue to wash your hands, stay healthy, and um, don't get hysterical. Yeah. Or what was the word? Uh, Schlumpschlib. Yeah, that was not (laughs) it, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) I think it was close. Um, Yeah, but seriously, like, take care of you know, take care of each other. Um, and yourself, but also each other. Be kind to everyone out there. Yeah, be kind by keeping your distance if you're sick. Be mm-hmm. kind by helping those in need. There's going to be a lot of people. By respecting other people's distance. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna, might, might be economic uncertainty ahead. Um, so just be nice to each other. Help we each other out. get through it. And if we don't, it's the end of the human race. Yeah, and if we, we don't, start over. we're just fucked. But... <laughs> All right, on that light and sophisticated note. Mm, sexy. <laughs> have a great freaking week, month. Yeah. Day, hour, minute, second. Take care. And always remember to keep it cross Let's cultured. I almost forgot. We have to do it every episode. All right, thanks, everyone. Huh. Huh. Sorry. Huh. <laughs>